This is an ABC podcast. Hey, Carl, I just need to go talk to the sound engineer for a second. Just hang tight here in the studio while I step out, okay? Okay. Oh, man. I just cannot get this, this booger to move. Well, it doesn't look like anyone's around, so let's go. We're digging for some nose gold. Oh, it's, it's really jammed up there. Oh, I feel it. There it is. Oh, now for the flick. Whew, that's better. Nice work, Carly boy. You're all alone here in the studio, so no one saw the deed. Disgusting. Whoa, Molly, where are you? I'm right here behind the glass in the production room looking into the studio. I was knocking a moment ago for you to let me in, but then you just started talking to yourself and, dude, I saw you pick and flick that mega booger. Hang on, I'm coming in. Oh, I can see it from here. It's on my script. What? No, what you probably saw was just like, I was just scratching my nose. Mm-hmm. Carl, that was truly feral. In fact, I'm not even sure if I can be your friend anymore. <gasps> Molly, you would stop being my friend just because I picked my nose? And flicked it. But still, just because I did something a little gross. He admits it. Yes, I admit it. And I'm sorry, but just because I do something a little icky doesn't mean you should drop your pal Carly Pops from your dream team of top friends. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Today on Short and Curly, it's time we took a good hard look at our besties and when to stop being someone's friend. Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Thank you for using a tissue. Because I'm a good friend. Okay, to get our brains, but not our boogers, loosened up for today's curly conundrums, let's begin with a quick thinking question. Cool. Yeah, what should we think about first? How's about, should I ditch Carl as a friend because he did something really gross? (gasps) Oh, boy. (laughs) Is it ever okay to stop being friends with someone because they pick their nose? Occasionally. Or fart or chew really loudly or accidentally burp on you. Ooh, who would do that? (laughs) Feel free to pause the show to chat about this one or think it over yourself. And the question is, what are some things that your friends do that you only put up with because they're your friends? Hit pause now. Okay, now that my fury has settled and I've had some time to think about it, just because you're gross, Carl, doesn't mean you're a bad person. And I did feel awful and I apologised. So we're still friends for now. Phew. But the reason we wanted to look at whether or not it's ever okay to stop being someone's friend is because one of our curly listeners wrote to us with a very good question. Yeah, nine-year-old Harvey sent us an email from the United States and we gave him a quick Pan Pacific call to ask him to read it out to us. Dear Short and Curly, 
I am Harvey. I am from the United States. I live in Indiana, and I am nine years old. I don't think it is ever okay to hang out with your friends if they are being mean to other people or bullying other kids. You should tell your friends, I want to still be friends with you, but if you are going to keep on bullying, then I don't want to hang out. One time at school, I was playing with some of my friends, and some other kids came up and asked if they could play with us. And my friend said, no, you're too slow. I felt bad. I asked my friends, why aren't we letting them play with us? And they said, because they're not fast. I didn't say anything else, but I quit playing with them. One of my best friends also quit. It's hard to say something because you don't want your friends to be mean. But you also don't want to lose your friends. From your friend, Harvey. I did not know we had friends in Indiana. Here, our Curly crew lives all over the world and we love getting emails like that one. So, what do you make of Harvey's dilemma? Hmm, tricky, 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 tricky. Yes, Carl, it is tricky. So, we asked our Friendly Brains Trust from Maury Public School if they had any suggestions for Harvey. I think it depends on how bad it is. Because if it's like only something mild, like um, one time something mean, but if they're continuously doing something bad, whether it was stealing, hurting people or saying something mean or just excluding them, um, I think there's a point where you have to draw the line and just say something. He should probably hang around different people because I find if you hang around the wrong sort of people, you sort of turn into them. I think he chose the right idea to um, just leave the group and I think if it keeps going then he should and if he hasn't already um, tell someone because if it gets out of hand then it could lead to worse things. I thought he could have like made a different group of friends before he left so he had somebody to play with when he didn't have one set of friends to play with. If you actually tell them what they're doing, because they might not even realise that they're being mean, they could actually like actually have some perspective and look at themselves from another person's point of view and try and fix that. Well, they're called the Brains Trust for a reason, and that reason is I trust their brains. Now, let's hear more from Harvey about his situation and the decision he made. They're usually pretty nice, but sometimes they can be a bit mean to other kids. And were they always nice to you? Pretty much. They're always nice to me, usually. Did you tell your friends why you were leaving? Yes, I told them why. What did they say? They said, well, I don't think you can play with us again if you're going to do that, but I still left. So I imagine if they're your friends, then they might do some good things. Yeah. And it sounds like they do some bad things sometimes. So how do you weigh up those two different things? They do more good things than bad things, so I think they'd probably be more good than bad. Do you have any other advice for other kids if their friend is being mean or doing something bad? If they are doing, like, being mean or doing something bad, you should see how they react if, like, you leave or, like, talk to them about it sometime. Not just, like, be quiet and just say, I don't think you're doing the right thing, but, like, be clear and, like, use, like, details about what they're doing and, like, the things they're doing wrong. 
Are you still friends with them now? Not really. I mean, I talk to them sometimes at lunch, but not really. So Harvey was trying to weigh up the good and bad things in his friends when he made the decision to unfriend them. But it's so difficult trying to weigh these kinds of things up. Well, who better to help us with some of that weighing than Matt Scales of Justice Beard from the Ethics Centre? Hey, Scales of Justice. Hello. Matt, we've been talking about Harvey, who wrote to us because he thought his friends were being mean for not letting another person play with them. What does that say about them as people? Actually, we might not be able to say very much about them as people just on this one example because we don't know anything more about them. Yeah, that's true. We just have this one story. Even more generally, it's a bit risky to use one-off situations to decide what someone is like as a person. We can all think of times when we haven't been the best version of ourselves. We might have been a bit grumpy or tired, or maybe we were just being selfish. That doesn't straight away mean that you're a bad person. What we need to work out is whether the mean things Harvey's friends did on that occasion are a reflection of their character, you know, who they are deep down inside. But what if they didn't feel bad about what they did? Would that be a sign that they were a bad person? It might, but it might also mean that they're still on a journey to becoming the best person they can be. The world isn't split into good people and bad people. Most of us are somewhere in between, and our job is to encourage the good things people do and try to discourage the bad things. So does that mean sometimes we should stay friends with someone who did the wrong thing just so we can help them become a better person? It might. Part of being a friend is wanting what's best for the other person, and that includes wanting them to be better. Think about it in reverse. If we did something wrong, how would we want our friends to react? Would we want them to ditch us or to help us improve? If I'm ever behaving as gross as Carl, you guys feel free to ditch me. Honestly, kill me. Well, the thought has crossed my mind. But when we think about Harvey's dilemma, he tried to help his friends see that they were being mean, but he didn't think they were going to change. And that's a really tricky situation to be in. On one hand, liking a person doesn't mean we have to like everything they do. But on the other hand, being friends with someone kind of suggests that you support their behaviour. So the question for Harvey might be, is there a way to make it clear that he doesn't like what his friends are doing without ending the friendship? Something like what he did, refusing to play with them for as long as they're excluding other people, seems like a really clever option to try. Thank you, Matt Scales of Justice Beard, my dear old friend. Who said we were pals? Picking your nose is one thing, but flicking it around the studio and sticking it onto someone else's script? (gasps) So we're not friends? I'm just kidding. You're all right, even if you're a little bit disgusting. Just try to have tissues on you next time. (sighs) Okay, thanks, buddy. (laughs) Hey, I wonder if our brains trust have ever had to stop being friends with someone. Hmm, let's find out. I had this friend and... I got this award halfway through the year and I think they might have gotten jealous because they um, kind of just started being mean to me. 
So in the end, I just stopped playing with her because I wasn't happy with it and I found another group of friends to play with. I'd been friends with this person, you know, for two or three years, but then we were in different classes and she sort of started hanging around, um, around the wrong sort of people. So we just weren't really friends anymore. I used to have a friend, but um, she started doing something that was really bad. She started stealing from me, but um, then I realised that um, she wasn't a good person at all to um, be around and that I should move away from her. So I told her that um, I don't like how you steal because it's a crime um, and that um, I'd rather not be friends with someone who does those kind of things. You've got to think long term as well with your friends because, as you know, if they are talking behind your back, you have to think, well, is this really a good idea? Do I really want to hang out with this person who is talking behind my back mainly? And then you also have to take into account, well, we've been friends for a long time, we're really close and I do like her as a friend and I think she likes me. So it would have to be a tough choice. But short term, you can always have those little fights and lose your friend for a little while. So I guess you have to figure out what kind of person you want to be. And that also means figuring out who you'd want as friends. Exactly. We should think about how every action changes us as a person, including being friends with someone. There's this idea that comes from a philosopher called Carol Gilligan. She talks about being in friendship as being a bit like sharing a trampoline with someone. Whatever we do affects the other person, and whatever they do affects us. Sometimes that's good, like it helps us bounce higher. But other times it can put us in awkward or unsafe situations. Okay, Molly, I have another curly conundrum just for you. Go on. What are some of the things you just cannot stand in a person? Mm, okay, I really can't handle people with anger issues. I hate it when people are prejudiced against others for no good reason. And oh, oh boy, of course, people who put the milk in and then the cereal. We are never going to be friends, sister. Oh, that, that's an extreme reaction to milk first. I stand by it. Okay, now imagine one of your best friends. Uh, picturing you, so loyal, fun, genuinely good human. Thank you. So imagine if I, one of your oldest, most loyal friends, started to get a little bit angry sometimes. And I started making jokes about people with strawberry blonde hair. And then maybe I started filling bowls with milk before I put the cereal in. Right, right. Would you stop being friends with me? Uh, well, honestly, I, I would probably distance myself and, and let things fizzle out. <gasps> Wait, you didn't answer my call the other day. Was that because you're starting to let things fizzle? No, this is a hypothetical conversation we're having right now. I didn't answer the phone because I was on the toilet, okay? My point is... I have my limits, even with a bestie. Now it's time for you to weigh up your answer to our final thinking question. This is one of those ones I like to call a flipper because we're flipping the question to be all about you. And the question is, 
If your friends saw you do something mean, unkind, or really selfish, what do you think they should do about it? Hit pause now. Carl, we are in a small studio together. Yeah, buddy, that's pretty awful. Sorry, I I can't help it, guys. Lucky, lucky I have friends like you who who put up with all my minor failings. Poor, there is nothing minor about that, champ. Well, actually, Harvey has some advice for you about my disgusting grossness, Molly. If Carl is being really, really gross, then Molly should. Ask him if he's doing it on purpose or on accident. And if he's doing it on purpose, then she should talk to him about it. But if he's just doing it on accident, then she should just say, can you try not to be as gross? Carl, are these on purpose? No, they're all accidents. Well, can you please try to not be as gross? I promise, promise to try. (laughs) Matt, I think it's time for us to leave this very small studio space full of Carl Stank. Please, I've been holding my breath for the last five minutes. Wait, can I, can I, can I come with you? Stay here, Carl. Oh, Carl, even the bestest of friends still don't have to agree on everything. And at the moment, I'm finding your odour very disagreeable. Come on, Molly. Sometimes the best thing a friend can do is leave their friend alone for a little while. Plus, I I can't breathe. <sighs> so we are still friends. Bye, Carl. Whew, and now that I'm alone... They didn't even realise I'd been holding in the worst ones. Always just trying to do the right thing by my friends. They don't know how much I've suffered to keep them safe. And while these little bombs are still rolling out of me, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank our Brains Trust from Maury Public School. Ella, Harriet, Philippa, Gemma, Sophie, Chloe and Camilla. Short and Curly is made by ABC Audio Studios. Special thanks to Kelly Reardon, Justine Kelly, Kyla Slavin and Emma Gibbs. And special thanks to sound engineer Andre Shabanov, who is, thankfully, on the other side of some smell-proof glass at the moment. Oh, that was deep, dense, and I think more than a fart. Thank you, Harvey, for writing to us with your ethical dilemma. We get lots of great messages from our excellent short and curly crew of listeners, We can't make shows about all of them, but we do enjoy reading them. So keep them coming. If you have a story to tell us from your life which raises some curly ethical questions, then write to us. Just search for the Short and Curly website and click the Contact Us button at the top of our homepage. Oh, look, here's one now from listener Carl. He says, can you finish up? It's time to get lunch now. Carl, this is not for you. This is for the listeners. This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs.